We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. We at Blue Wire wanted to thank you for your continued support of this podcast. With over 90 podcasts across our network, we are committed to bringing you great content to fill that sport-shaped hole in your heart. To find more Blue Wire pods, search for us on iTunes or check out bluewirepods.com. And remember, one day sports will return and it will be glorious. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heapy Podcast. I'm your host, Sir Carlo Davis, and we're back with me today as producer and co-founder Brian Goins. Dude, it's been so long. What did it's I miss? It's been like months. I don't know. I, I Time is fake in quarantine. I don't know anything. I don't even know what day it is. Is it Tuesday? Is the NBA season back yet? I don't know. I think Last Dance is on today. I don't even know. I haven't watched a second of it. We'll get into that later. Also with me today, so Saucy Nuggets Insider, Mr. Lefty Lee. Yo, what kind of podcast is this? So it's a Miami Heat slash quarantine slash lifestyle podcast now. Probably mostly lifestyle podcasts. Who are the Miami Heat? They're this basketball team. Good to know. Am I missing? It's like, I for, it's like I've forgotten everything. It's been Who's so damn long. This is it's, awful, man. Who's I was just Riley? explaining to someone. So um, I'm, I've been spending a lot of like time talking to some online friends or whatever, and they're like more in like the anime community, but they like sports. And I was telling them kind of like stories that only like if you're like in NBA Twitter, do you know? So the, the stuff about Riley's press conference right before LeBron left about him banging the table, you don't have the guts or, you know, <laughs> don't take the first. And they're like, that happened. And I was like, yeah, they go, that's fucking awesome. And I was like, oh man, 
Like sports is dramatic. Yeah. The the one good part about all this is all of the nostalgia that's being waxed um, via social media and, you know, all these documentaries and stuff like that. So that's, think, that's kind of fun. Yeah. I think, I think they're playing what the sixth game of the 27 game win streak right now on sun sports. Yeah. I don't need to you know, watch. That was exhausting. And during in the moment, it was exhausting. I don't need to relive that. I was sweating every night. My dad actually watched the first Miami Heat championship because he missed it live. Um, Look at that. He, like, he was sleeping that night because he had to work really early the next day. And he finally watched the 2006 NBA Finals like what, a month ago when they had it on ABC. It's funny that we're now reshowing regular season games. We've gone to the point that we've seen <laughs> yeah, every they, playoff game. All the NBA final games are like really great. That's it. I feel like they put game six of the 2013 finals like five times. Bro, I've seen that a bunch. And the one, the Clay Thompson game against oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Thunder, yeah. that's been on like 10 million times. If I'm a Thunder fan, I'm fucking sick of that. I was like, stop reminding us. Or Spurs I'm, fan. I'm surprised that they haven't done the uh, D Wade, LeBron, Summer League in Orlando. Oh, okay. uh, practice jersey games i would watch <laughs> see, I, i'd watch that i'm actually more interested in that yeah, yeah. i missed that remember the first time we saw lebron in a heat uniform that that like little uh heat pink white scrimmage game yep remember oh that's right that I was forgot fun. about that i remember uh, lebron remember? 360 turns to like a dunk and that was like the best thing i've ever seen in my life do you guys remember what the very first, very, very first team that the Heat Big Three played? It wasn't the Celtics because that was the first regular season no. game. The first team. It was the, Orla- the first preseason game. I remember. I'll never oh, forget pre-season? that night. It was a pre- the, the first game that they played together. It was a preseason game, obviously. Do you remember the team? And what happened in that game? Uh, I, I definitely don't know was what happened. Was it San Antonio? It was Detroit. Oh, that was gonna be my and Dwayne yeah. got hurt that game like two three minutes in that's right so they had the whole preseason without Dwayne and really we ne- we got to see Dwayne and LeBron play like for a minute and a half before Dwayne pulled a hamstring or something and they pretty much he didn't get any other time his first game was against Boston so LeBron and Dwayne's technical first time sharing like a basketball court for a full NBA game was that day in Boston which is why it looked clunky people forget that did we win that game no the Boston game they lost I was so tired at the end of that game because there was so much buildup and like finally it's a game that matters, quote unquote. And that game was good. Uh, yeah, it was fun, but you could you could tell they didn't know what they were doing yet. It's crazy. They brought it back there. at the end, though. It was like not. I mean, I think the Celtics pulled away at some point, and it was a double digit lead, and then the Heat brought it back at the end of the game. Yeah, no, you saw the you saw the potent offense. It was fun. Anyway, oh yeah, the, the <laughs> enough defense. for that. Era. I remember the defense in the to eighty was the score of that game. Yeah, Holy it was a, it was a defensive struggle. Those games, wow. man. Those, I think that's what we're learning: how bad older offenses were. Yeah. yeah. So who I mean, blew the doors off that? The Warriors. That that's who that is, right? I think I think the twenty eleven at uh, the twenty twelve Heat kind of started it, and then the Spurs, and then the Warriors. It's like a progression. Yep. Well, Phoenix was like really like fun back then too, though. It's funny how the offense changes. Like more offense used to be really fun, and now the the Rockets have like mutated it into something that's not fun. Yeah, because like, I don't just, think any of us like watching. Far. Right? Does anybody like watching Houston here? No. Like other than like I used to when they had Yao and Tracy McGrady. I think T Max kind of overrated. Like all time, I feel like we're uh, 
I feel like a lot of people look at that era, that like early 2000s era with like, I don't know, weird like nostalgia goggles. And we think T-Mac, like I'm seeing T-Mac ahead of James Harden in all-time rankings. And I was like, what are, what are we doing? Yeah, he's back ahead he was, of Damian Lillard. I was like, what are we doing, guys? He, he was 52nd on that ESPN list. And uh, he struggled in the playoffs, but he had all the talent in the world. Like talent The wise. time that Houston was great, he wasn't a part of that team. When they went on that win streak, that amazing win streak and all that, he was hurt. Well, and also, I kind of always thought his best years were in Orlando. You know what I mean? Like, those were those years um, where they could just dump it down to him over and over and over again. But still, I don't know that that warrants being a top 50 all-time player. It's a, a little ridiculous. Leif, you know what's funny is I, I know he played in Orlando. I just never think of him in a Magic uniform. I always think of him in either uh, a Rocket, Rocket first and foremost, and then uh, a Raptors uniform. But more, more because of the dunk contest. Because I haven't, I don't really think of him like as a game player in Toronto, but I always think of the dunk contest and that he wore that Raptors jersey, him and Jay, um, Vince Carter with it. But they're related, right? I think they're second yeah. or third cousins. Yeah. yeah, something like that. That's all age, though. That's why the T-Mac thing resonates. I don't know. True. Do you like that era? I don't really, I was not like, I'm not a big NBA fan during that era. Like, I, I don't, I didn't like the basketball being played. I like what we have now a lot. Yeah, no, for sure. It, the Eastern Conference particularly was awful. So, like, all the finals participants year over year would suck, and they would not be great teams. Um, the the Phillies, Kerry the Kittles New, Nets. The New Jerseys. The, oh, yeah. uh, the Sixers um, AI. Yeah, the Sixers. I mean, they got one game against, you know, game one against the Lakers. But overall, all that era was not uh, – they, they just weren't filled with great teams. There were obviously great teams at the top of the West – but uh, definitely not the Eastern Conference. So it's just a weird era, and that's why I've always not necessarily had guys like Carter, um, T-Mac, like, ranked as high as I've seen them ranked recently. It's weird. So we are a Miami Heat podcast. We haven't talked a lot of Heat. Uh, and to be honest with you, it's kind of hard. Like, I commend people, like, at Five Reasons and Locked On. They're doing a lot of great stuff. It's hard because, like, there's not – you know, we could we could do another BAM potential show or we could talk offseason. The reason really why we're gathered here today is because there's been a little news about salary cap. There's been like little, uh, you know, kind of like seeping news about the salary cap's probably not going to be what we think it is or it's going to be lower. And I kind of wanted to talk to the guys about how the hell does this affect the heat plan going forward? Now, Brian, I know that you're more familiar with the cap. I don't think we really have an understanding of what it's going to be yet. It's really hard to predict. I mean, there's been, so I've been following Albert Naman. He's like the most in on, on Twitter and really all of social media. I feel like he's the person I go to the most when it comes to all of these salary cap implications and, and just like theory, not even theories or like, he legit has like ideas of what may potentially happen, but it's really hard to say because one, there's a good chance the CBA might not exist in about a few months. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I know that um, Amina and I've mentioned this on previous pods, but Amin said on um, I don't remember if it was a Zach Lopod or um, or uh, House of Strauss, but he he really he brought up the last time something not like the last time there was a work stoppage, and this was obviously the last time was a workshop. It was a a CBA issue, not a a, a pandemic, but the NBA and the players agreed that they pretend quote unquote, that the salary, that the, that the income was the same as it was last year to kind of keep the illusion of the, you know, the the salary cap number the same. 
because they knew that it was just a work stoppage because they're going to recoup that money, right? The next year or mm-hmm. with their contract, they're going to be able to fulfill their television contracts or everything. I guess this is a little tricky because we don't really know what the door fees are going to be going forward. If they're even going to be allowed to have doors like open arena, maybe they might have to do half capacity, maybe every other seat, every other row, God knows what they're going to do. Uh, so yeah. I think that there's a real question as to how much money teams are going to lose through this. They're going to have to do something via cap smoothing. They can't, I don't know that they're going to be able to just reduce the cap uh, as much as the financials would indicate that they should. Because the teams are not going to be able to remain competitive. The amnesty thing is going to come into play, I think, regardless. But even with that, if you don't do some sort of cap smoothing over the next few years to account for this, like to get the revenue splits right. And I know that that's getting real technical and we're not going to go down those rabbit holes. But um, it is super tricky. I, I don't know how they're going to make it happen. But what if they stand to lose like $900 million if the playoffs don't happen? They're, so they're going to find a way. They're going to lose about a billion dollars this season. For sure. So part of the reason why Albert thinks the CBA might be like non-existent in a few months is it's a good chance they probably won't restart the season. And we have like two, three weeks, I think now to make that decision according to Adam Silver. And at the moment, it seems like it might be likely just because everybody wants to, the players want to, that's for sure. Or at least especially LeBron. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they want the most. LeBron is like, this is one of those seasons I can get another ring. I got to get to four. I got to get to four. <laughs> I wonder how dudes like Cat feel about that. Ooh, that's a good question. Because Carl Anthony Towns lost LeBron. his brother to coronavirus. So I'm kind of, like, I know we hear a lot of LeBron and CP and, and, uh, and Paul George and all that stuff. But I, I'd like to know what someone like Cat thinks, you know, knowing how close, you know, he is to the situation of what the virus can do. Yep. Um, I, <clears throat> let's, let's say like the CBA is fine. They start the season back. I think predictably if they don't salary caps move anything, it's going to be a 30 million drop in the cap space next season. Which is and essentially that, a, a that, that basically would basically mean if, if you keep the, the luxury over tax, the means that he would have no cap space. Well, not even just that. If you keep the luxury tax, the way it's written in the CBA, they don't amend it by any chance. About 27 teams would be in the luxury tax. And the Golden State Warriors <laughs> would be paying double their salary to keep the same team. Yeah, that's why that's not going to happen because it's literally like oh, the teams would fall apart. Like, like It's just from an infrastructure perspective, you can't build the rosters the way that they've been building them because they've been operating under assumptions that have been in place for years. Right. So you know what's crazy, things- We're thinking what? that. Next week is a fucking assumption, right? Like it, it's it's <laughs> not, you know what I mean? It's like no, it's not an assumption. It's just life. They assumed that life was gonna go on. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, I wonder how this affects smaller market teams in this, like Milwaukee, right? So you know, like or, or owners without deep pockets, well, or Indiana. I mean, like Herb's or Herb Simon has has said. Like, I will not pay the tax. I don't give a shit. So, like, if all of a sudden he is in the tax because the cap comes down, like, it's Mm -hmm. just there's going to be a lot of people that have to make really hard decisions that way. And that's, like, from a heat perspective, the good thing is, is with 2021, the way that they've cleared the decks from the for for the most part, you know, with the pieces that they want to keep, they're probably, you know, they're in as good as a position as you could be going into some shit like this. And I guess at, that's at the moment, kind of, I think the Heat might still have a, 
he'll have a little bit more space than the max. But the max is also going to change with the salary cap. Let's let's it, not remember it it, it. it it will, but I think what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to smooth it out because I saw a proposal on Bobby Marks's on ESPN Insider column, which uh, Leif you shared, and he had a couple other sneers in there. I saw I saw a link of the whole story from the, someone who shared it on on Twitter. He, he did like a whole screen guy because I don't have ESPN Plus. Me neither. <laughs> I I grabbed that off Twitter. The economy is economy is hard right now. ESPN. We can't afford yeah. ESPN Plus. Times are tough. But uh, he was talking about, like, basically, it would be, instead of a $30 million dip, it would be, like, a $10 million dip. And then it would basically recoup by, like, $5 million next few off-seasons, which, at that case, the Heat were positioned to have about an extra $15 million on top of the max to get, get basically, say they want to get Giannis or Victor Oladipo, whoever they, they are targeting. And they would still have enough space to probably go after, you know, a second-tier level guy to pair up. I wonder, I wonder how that – I wonder – if the league will maybe do some forgiveness for like contracts that have been stretched that are on the books, like Ryan Anderson's that could help that little bit of money could help. I know like the Lakers have that Luol Dang deal. And I know that there's other teams Leif, I know you said in the chat, maybe they add an amnesty. Yeah. And I think I that's like, yeah. see how the players association would go for that. Well, they Why? get paid. Yeah, because the they still the get paid and then they get to double dip and go sign somewhere else and get the vet minimum, like let's just say for instance. But they could get more than the vet minimum from a team who has cap space. That's true. But they still get the full salary. They're getting paid. So I, I think they may be for it because then it would open up flexibility. There would be like a bigger market. I mean, imagine what that free agency would turn into. Honestly, no. Leif, I was thinking about that and it'd be fucking insane for the Heat because one, say they, they – probably don't want to go after these big name free agents because of the amnesty rule. There's a bunch of players that might get cut just because of their contracts. Like Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Oladipo, John Wall. Probably not. not Well, John Wall's another candidate for sure. These are players who potentially could be. Wiggins. Exactly. (laughs) Don't even joke. And the way (laughs) the system works is like, you're basically put on waivers and you're bidding. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think guys like that are gonna get picked up. Now that that sucks for some of these players because, like Chris Paul, for instance, wants to pick his. He probably would want to pick his destination. And the Lakers probably leak out like, oh, if I if I get signed with this team, I'm not. Yeah, but somebody's not gonna take on that Chris Paul money when they couldn't even trade it. Like they're just gonna let it go. No, I, it's not them taking the full salary. They're basically the amnesty. Basically, is the Thunder would pay the rest of his salary, almost like a buyout. They would take that money off their cap space completely. So it's like they waived him, but... The, and then not, he goes through not, waivers? And he basically goes through waivers, and it's a bidding process. Oh, that's yeah. fascinating. So oh, that any, sounds any, fun. And whoever so like signs him... like a team can him, say, I'm willing to pay $13 million, and then another team can say, no, I'll pay $15 million. I'm just making this up. Like, and that's how that could play out. And then whoever signs him, that gets deducted from the Thunder. So like, basically, they, they would pay the full difference. price, and then the difference would be paid... By the, By the other, other team. team. Got you, got you, got you. Huh, that's interesting. That'd be fun. And I, the Heat would be really well positioned if that happened. I mean, I wouldn't you know want... damn well they want Chris Paul. They just don't want him at that price. And for the years. No. They, they need the years clear. Well, I mean, Correct. they could basically sign him for a year if they wanted to. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know that they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. Take them anytime, day or night, even after a full stomach. 
Plus, you don't have to go to the doctor's office and spend time in a pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's Blue, B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code BLUEWIRE. There is no shortage of action going on at exclusive partner Bet Online. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get in on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24 7, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness style NFL simulation tournament that you can enter for free. And coming up next Saturday, Bet Online has ex Chicago Bull Horace Grant, Bill Cartwell, and Craig Hodges joining them to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling After the Dance. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. Bet Online, your online wagering solution. So somebody was like talking about, we were talking about BAM and the scoring and uh, somebody posted like KG versus BAM third year versus third year. And it's a really, really similar kind of statistical season. KG averaged two more points. It was like BAM was 16 and KG was like 18.5 or something. And I, I was talking to Leif. I was like, man, those those two points are like, it, it, it's just a basket, but it's a big difference. And all this to kind of circle back to what we were saying that somebody said, well, you know, if they put him with a real playmaker, like an elite playmaker, you know, that's just another lob that he could improve in that aspect. And I'm like, well, Jimmy Butler has been outstanding, right? Like as a playmaker, he's been as good as you want. But if they can, I mean, even CP3 is a guy that's an upgrade over that, which is, you know, I think at that point, you're any playmaking improvement over Jimmy Butler is going to be pretty marginal for the most part. Cause like he's already really, really good passer and playmaker. But a guy like CP3 with Bam, even if it's for a year, That'll help his development so much. It'll get him comfortable kind of going downhill more with a guy who's a proven like lob thrower, a guy who can get bam. You know, there's something about today's NBA, and it's probably the way that you're taught kind of growing up, because there's such a de-emphasis on post games, guards don't really throw entry passes like they used to. And I'm sound like get off my long guy. Um, the art of the entry pass is kind of lost and for Bam to kind of face up and get into his spot. So he's starting at the elbow a lot of times off those dribble handoffs, but if he can kind of take a step or two inside and kind of, kind of get positioned down there. And if he gets a guy like Chris Paul, that can give him a really nice entry pass. He could do so much damage, especially as a passer kind of finding the corners going face up one-on-one with guys. I think we underestimate like, Kendrick Nunn, Goran Dragic, those guys are great fits for the team in many ways from a scoring perspective, but they're not really necessarily guys that are looking to be set up, man. Um, and so if you swapped a guy like that out or added a, a player that could do what, because, you know, Jimmy signed, a lot of people don't realize when he signed that he kind of committed to play point guard in those conversations. And, um, like, this is how they built the roster and stuff like that. But if you had another guy that could do some of that similar stuff, it would open well, up Bam's game. Well, they tried. I mean, I, they I do going wanna, after Russell Westbrook. I want to correct you on something for a second, because let's not forget that the starting point guard was somebody who got traded, and it wasn't until they got hurt that things kind of changed. Like, Jimmy became their de facto point guard because the point guard that they had couldn't stay healthy, which was Justice Winslow. 
This is true, but there, there bring was up a lot. Shit. I know, I know people out there are not really happy with how we approach justice. I'm just bringing the facts. At Milwaukee, well, the point guard was Winslow. This is Sh- true, but J- but justice. Jimmy still ran a lot of offense. No, he did. He did absolutely, and I, I think that, and he's been great. He's been great at it. I know the shooting hasn't been there, but like he's been really fucking good at everything else. The shooting was starting to come around, actually. I know, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> and honestly, I, this is something I think we should be talking about. Is like, do you think some of these players who we knew were hurt, like Myers Leonard, Tyler Hero, Jimmy <laughs> Butler, definitely. Like, do you think when they come back from this, are they going to be like ready to go and like lights yes. out? This is where the Heat have the competitive advantage because they don't like it's just not the type of team that's going to sit at home and get fat necessarily. I mean, there's been a couple guys that have came through the don't say it. the years. Don't um, say it. But we don't need to go there. But ultimately, a lot of these guys are kind of hard workers. And uh, so I, I feel like that's like a competitive advantage that's built into what the Heat do. So I'm, I'm actually really excited to get back if they can. I mean, it's, it all seems so weird because it's so like, uh, like feeble. Like at any moment, all this could fall apart and we could have some sort of spike that would just end it all. So it seems a little silly yeah. to really look at it and say, when are they going to play? Or how Society is hanging by a thread, Leif. I know. It feels like that, man. It honestly, it helps, when- helps to be in the state of Florida right now. That's for sure. You, you, you can't have Bob Cousy in top 40 all NBA lists like all time. Dog, like that, hold that, on, wait that, a second. I'm bringing up the numbers. Oh. You, you keep talking because I got, I got a fucking boat to pick with you, Bob Cousy. Continue. Yeah. I mean, come on, Reggie Miller at 49. Like, seriously. I mean, his playoff stuff is really <laughs> great. But, you know, the more I look at this list, and I know I'm fixated on that, but um, I love seeing uh, there's so many heat ties on the list and that you know like you see Shaq you see LeBron Dwayne makes Alonzo. it Alonzo Alonzo on the list Ray Allen on the list um Mario Leif. Chalmers on the list now I'm fucking around um, Leif, let me ask you something you are a guy that is a credential member of the media you have been covering basketball for what feels like almost 10 years you know you're a you are a lifer basketball analyst already that's how that's how the rules go you are you are an expert I'm going to present to you this statistical line of 18 points per game, 37% from the field on 18 field goal attempts. You tell me, does that belong on a list of the 70 greatest players who ever touched the basketball? Is that Bob Cousy? That's Bob fucking Cousy. Get out of here. 37% career. Yo, and he used to dribble around like hunched over and he could only dribble with one hand. Dog, he what dribbles we, like I would. Doing, dog? He, like, he dribbles like I would. He dribbles like people at the media tournament that the Heat throw. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he be dribbles like the people at Univision that beat us because they, 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 they ran the clock like cheaters. I mean, I'm even hating on Jerry West on these kind of lists. Oh, like, I know that that's, that's awful. He's a logo. I get it. But, like, come on. We watched the tape, Leif. We've seen the tape. Those guys don't play defense. George Mikan, give me a break. Yo, imagine if Russell Westbrook played in that era. Or doubles every time. I got to be honest with you. Like, I am convinced that Westbrook would be breaking, like, equipment because this, this was not made for people that could do that. <laughs> Or imagine yeah. Steph was, Curry against Bob Cousy. Wait, what was the year when he <laughs> Yo, Bob Cousy tripping over himself like he has his shoelaces tied to each other. What was the year when they changed the backboards because of Shaq? Uh, 
Dude, Shaq Chase. 92. Have y'all seen that clip that's going around of Shaq just embarrassing David Robinson? Yeah. It's like he does a spin move, drop step, pump, and dunks over him. It's like one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. I'm pretty sure he can play in the modern NBA. Uh, and I, I, you know, I've had a lot of bad takes of my day. And the one I kind of wish I take back is, I never said Shaq couldn't play in this era. I just feel like Shaq would get run off the court sometimes. I don't think that's entirely wrong, but I just look dumber by the fucking day. He would be in better condition, uh, I think, just to no, play in this era. I don't know. I think he would. I no, just Draymond think Green's really, fat. Get out of like here. Like, if he was growing up at this time, I believe that he would have probably ended up getting in, in a different t- type of shape. And he was like athletic growing up enough. at a time that he can get sweets prime delivered to his house that he would be in better shape. Well, well not, in, not in pandemic. No, it's just any time, dude. We have access <laughs> oh, to whatever that's we another, want. That's a great point. Like, you can Postmates ice cream. I know, like, yo, there was a time when... Oh, um, and I, so fat. I remember this distinctly. Like, it, I think it was the lockout in 99, and Sean Kemp came back. And, like, Sean Kemp was one of my favorite players. I had a white Sonic Sean Kemp jersey. I know I'm, like, one of those That cats. is... That's pretty um, cool. I'm not going to lie. And, uh, and he came back, and he was huge. And everyone was like, holy shit. It was, like, it, it was the worst thing to see. Like, you saw his career gone. And you know there's going to be somebody. And I hate to, like, speculate on that because it's shitty, but um, it's just inevitable that somebody's going to just have sat around playing PS4. It's Jokic. <laughs> it's Jokic. So, hold on. Watch him still average a triple-double. <laughs> Bro, yeah, I think Denver has to be very concerned about Jokic. I think that more than the virus, they're concerned that Jokic may have to retire. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be, I'd be scared. I'm trying to find what the ringer did. The ringer did like an all thick team or like something like that. Um, where like the players that you'd most be worried about coming back. I'm trying to find the list because it was, it was honestly I, I, incredible. I could probably come up with some Joel yeah, Embiid. Oh yes, for sure. Oh Embiid for sure. Um, Jokic. Uh, here we go. The BMI starting five. <laughs> You got Jokic, Marcus Saul, uh, Joel Embiid, Nerlens Noel, sneaky pick, Trayvon, <laughs> Kevin Love, Zion Williamson, also Kevin Love sneaky. Is not. Kevin Love is not fat. Sneaky. No, no, I no think- but it, it's who's going to come back fat. He's not going to come back fat. Oh, James Harden here for $6 at shooting. Oh, yes. That's value. Harden does that every summer where he like comes back in the first few highlights you see every summer. He's like a little pudgy. <laughs> Carmelo. Oh, for sure. Dion, Dion, he's on the Lakers, right? Yeah, yeah, but but he's actually I don't know. He never I actually played, did he? No, uh, no, uh, he's only practiced. Jabari Parker, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I'll tell you, there's there's some sneaky what a, picks. What a crappy conversation! All right, what players on the Heat? Marcus Smart. What players? Okay, yeah, it's true. What players on the Heat are we worried about right now? Nobody, because it's culture. Um, yeah, we're not worried about anyone. But they're gone. Had, they're gone, Brian. If you had to pick one, like Kelly Olynyk didn't arrive in the same shape that he was in. <laughs> so if you had to pick a guy, I don't know. Is he the one who, who would go back to old habits? Kelly, I don't know. I, maybe. I know Kelly's a foodie, but he can't really go out right now. So it's, he's kind of he's stuck. Jimmy, <laughs> Listen to what we're about. talking about. Jesus. Right, we're talking about BMI, guys. Then, okay, then I do. Who's going to come back better then? Better um, shape than they were before. Jimmy, I'm actually worried about Damn Tyler. Man. Tyler's probably not working out. It's too many IG models. 
Tyler, Tyler's taking the, the mantle for Dwayne to being the uh, the IG model kind of starlet chaser guy. Um, Dwayne is happy that in 06 there was not a bunch of IG stuff going on. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something. Dwayne looks more in shape now than when he played some years. <laughs> not going to lie. He did an Instagram story of him getting his knee drained. He did? Yeah. Let me or tell you something. something. like that. I don't know. What Retirement it Dwayne has been way more fun than I thought he'd be. Yeah, he's been oh, awesome. He's delightful. His stuff on TNT is great. He's great with Candace and Shaq. That they have, I'm not like a big Shaq on TV guy, but those three have really great chemistry. So I know we, we, don't, we have a little bit of time left. I want to get into Goran Dragic because he's going to be a free agent. And we've talked a lot about, is Goran going to take a one year and then re-sign him for more? All of a sudden, the cap is thrown a flux. The season is like weird. We have no idea. Goran's losing time, right, on his career and his money. What do we think Goran's going to do? He's a free agent whenever the season ends. Uh, uh, I have an idea. The, the, let's say that there is some cap smoothing that goes on. They, they will operate as a team over the cap, just keep all the cap holds, and they'll – Retain as many of them as they can without going over whatever, whatever the new established luxury tax number is. And that'll include Goran's number. Um, but that would be my best guess is how they would approach. I agree, Life, And I think they're going to try their best to keep DJJ as well, but I don't think they're going to give him an extension. <laughs> See, that's another guy that I forgot I about. I think they'll and... try to sign back for one year. And I think DJJ doesn't, isn't going to have as many options now because of this pandemic. Agreed. Check and mate. That actually works out for them because I know that he's a guy that they wanted to keep and he's really good friends with Bam. Well, and we got to give four years, 50 million to Jay Crowder. So don't forget to earmark that into the, into the, Oh plans. man, Blafe, that's a really good point. Who the hell does he fit into their future plans right now? Considering so one year deals. Here we go. Did he, uh, he, he have take all that? their bird rights? Did he have all their bird rights and he have cat space to sign players? The only thing is if they want to keep their bird rights, they have to, they also have to keep their cat folds. And I yeah. feel like the only player that makes sense keeping a capital at what it is is DJJ. Jay Crowder wouldn't be able to come back. He would have to come back on a mid-level or the biannual. But Even if, if a- he agreed to a number that was lower, that, that allowed the cap hold to come down to a lower number, you know what I mean? It's a lot of questions, Leif. It's a lot of questions. Then, then he would assign for the vet men. <laughs> yeah. A lot I don't of questions. know. We don't I mean, have it's a great point. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of options out there in terms of what the Heat could do. It's just, uh, I don't know, man. They're, Luckily, they're the asset. If, if we thought Andy Ellsberg was great at his job. We're about to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> listen, this Andy, this is your, listen, the big three, 2010, child's play. What do you got is now? An, is Andy the one we have to worry about most in quarantine? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I think, I think Andy's, I think Andy's look better as of late. Agreed. I think Andy's. I think Andy's looked healthier. I've For seen sure. him at games. Andy. Andy looks good, man. Andy's part of the culture. You know, he's the best. And listen, Andy is probably. I don't. I. I wonder how like NBA people would think about this. Like the most important name you don't know. Like the casual fan. I even think casual Heat fans don't know who Andy Ellisberg is, and he is probably one of the most important figures in the league. This is very true. Jersey. Like, 
I think he's pretty universal. I mean, every time there's a trade deadline and like there's some cap maneuvering, somebody always writes an article about the deadline and somewhere in there, they marvel at Andy Ellisberg's cap maneuvering. Yeah. Even if another team did it, they're like, and this was a, a thing that was done two years ago by Heat. Yeah. yeah. Manager Andy Ellisberg. <laughs> Dude, he's like, he, he's like the, the hip hop artist that everyone's sampling. Yeah. I just, the idea of Andy and hip hop. Love so you. Five minutes, guys. What do you want to talk about? Um, how we doing, guys? How we doing? We're on limited Zoom call because I made Brian start the call instead of me who has the account. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing lately with, with Brass. I hear Brass uh, asked for the price of turnip. He choirs. Yeah, yeah. He messaged me this morning asking what my turnip <laughs> prices were. What time? And then he came into my island without any shoes, like a pata sucia. Wait, really? Oh. Yeah, he came to my island and went to the beach. How does Animal Crossing work? I've never played Animal Crossing. So you basically are a villager on a deserted island. You invite other villagers to your island, and you're basically starting your own vacation away from home. Hmm. That sounds like the perfect quarantine game. I'm not going to It lie. is great. Actually, it is very decompressing in terms of like, like most games are very like anxiety driven, like Call of Duty. You're like Fire Emblem. There's a lot of pressure, especially if you're yeah. playing online. This game is very online driven. Like you can play with all your friends and visit each other's islands and help, you know, do certain. So if things. Brass comes over, our fire. Uh, yeah, he can come help fish with me and stuff. Like we're we're like shopping, do activities. Yeah, yeah, we build recipes and stuff. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, society is so fucked. Do you know that Nintendo reported that they gained a shit ton of money during quarantine? They're like, no, 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 we haven't made. We have. We don't have. You know how of- hard it is to find a Switch now. Oh my God, Nintendo's <laughs> kings, dude, and dumbbells too. Oh, dumbbells, yeah. Thankfully, I, I had my some, own. I finally bought some. Who's gained weight? I've gained 10 pounds in quarantine. I've gained literally, actually, I've lost two pounds. Man, you're so lucky. So I, I initially put on three or four, and uh, then I started this keto thing on Monday um, and dropped six this week. So hell yeah. We're on, we're on our way back. Baby. You look good, man. You look good. Oh, thank you. Yo, Leif, you fuck with yoga? Uh, a little bit here and there. Not as much Do as it I with should. me. Do it with me on Thursday. 7 p.m. Eastern time. It's on Instagram live at Mint Body Studio. It's totally free. The instructor's amazing. She's awesome. Uh, I'm in. I'm all in. right, let's do it. And yo, he Twitter, putting that out there, at Mint Body Studio, uh, promoting what they do over there because it's, it's a little studio in Miami. But you know, during these, these times, I think it's good to move your body. I know that I feel I'm not doing enough activity. I've gained a little weight. I'm doing a lot of desk work at home. I'm not as active as I, I mean, I'm a person that used to go to the gym every day and play a sport three or four times a week. I need, I need to move my body. So if y'all are interested, that is an open free invitation on Instagram and they do great stuff. Uh, anything else? Lace me jump shot. I saw that. The what? Lace me yeah, practicing a jump shot. That's one good thing. I've been back out on the courts in the front of my house. We need you for the media up. tournament next year. That would be fun. Does your son play? Yes. Nice. Uh, he has he has to take a hundred jumpers a day. That's the <laughs> that's the rules, right? Seriously, God is way. <laughs> um, and he does really well. So, like, um, three days ago, I swear he shot fifty seven percent. Awesome. I wish I, I I was I thought you were gonna say like sixty nine percent or something. I was waiting for the punchline. Nah, not because it's actual number, but I mean, obviously he's not. He's nine years old. So. You remember the field goal percent? <laughs> we're tracking these things. We're a data-driven team here. We rely on analytics, not culture. What's his body mass index? 
Uh, we're not tracking. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need to move my body. My body. My body. Bros time Tyler Hero Jimmy Butler came right on time Bucket Bros time Tyler Hero Jimmy Butler came right on time Bucket Bros time Ooh Jimmy Dish Hero Swish Like a damn no switch Jimmy Jib this goddamn roster all just grit I guess it's just what Jimmy fits He culture, take a sip, maybe a sniff He rolls a bucket and he got the best drip The proof go down when he exits No Bradley Beal trade chip Adam Simon's got too hot for all that shit 3 a.m. practice Ooh. Hero Myers Leonard got the ass up Bucket Bros time Tyler Hero Jimmy Butler came right on time Bucket Bros time Tyler Hero Jimmy Butler came right on time Bucket Bros time Hassan traded in the deal with Jay Rich We got Sorry Josh, we wishing you the best kid one, two, three, four, five, swish. For Spoda, go position, this is priceless. Wavy bucket bros and blue vices. They never understand us heat diapers. Two, two, one, four, we rich. Riley, check it off his bucket list. That culture in his life, Jimmy needed. Winner circle sarcasm, media heated. What we call Riley's way is now called Jimmy's way. Y'all should stop and say thank you to Dwayne. Bucket Bros time. Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler came right on time. Bucket Bros time. Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler came right on time. Bucket Bros time. Hassan traded in the deal with Jay Rich. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com